you are listening to the Spiritual Warrior Coach with Barbara Sabin, the podcast for discovering how powerful your wisdom, compassion, and courage is. Get ready to join Barbara and her guests as they explore and offer you advice on how to reclaim your power, your energy, and your authentic self. And now, here's the host of the show, Barbara Sabin. Thank you for joining me today and welcome. I am Barbara Savin, your spiritual warrior coach, and I am here to help you reclaim your power, your energy, and your authentic self. You know, I am a certified clinical and medical hypnotherapist, Reiki master and teacher, energy healing specialist, life coach, and best-selling author of Gentle Energy Touch, The Beginner's Guide to Hands-On Healing. You know, I have been helping my clients for over 35 years, and the older I get, hmm, the more wisdom seems to come through. So isn't it time that you believe in yourself? Your mind is going to provide you with your greatest challenges in life because it's so very, very powerful. So let's use it for positive thinking, creating harmony, balance, peace, love, happiness, and anything else that you're heart desires, because one day the world will tap you on your shoulder and say, this is your time to shine. And I'm going to bring on my guest right now. She is a very, very special lady. Her name is Wendy Bjork, right? Did I pronounce that right? Almost. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Um, AKA the Empress of MS is the heart of wellness and living with multiple sclerosis for over 35 years. She has developed her holistic four cornerstone method to help clients regain control of their life in spite of an multiple sclerosis diagnosis. Um, an extreme, Wendy is an extreme pioneer in encouragement and mentorship. And she is a leading global revolution to change the face of multiple sclerosis. And she has authored two books and contributes to the National MS Society's Memorandum uh, Magazine, Momentum, rather, excuse me, magazine. And she is regularly invited on expert discussions, international podcasts, and interviews to share her story. So welcome, welcome, Wendy. I am so honored that you, uh, you know, wanted to be a guest on my show. Well, thank you for having me. It's so nice to be here. So uh, can you explain, can, when, when were you actually diagnosed with uh, MS? It wasn't until I was 22. Um, I just finished college, started my first, you know, real full-time job, and I think all the symptoms that I've been having for all the years prior just kind of came to a head and came out with my first big, I guess, relapse or whatever the doctors called it at the time. But I think just the stress of life and my new job and everything I was going through, it all just came out and full circle really affected me. Mm. What type of symptoms did you have? Well, they weren't real bad initially. Um, if I would take a hot bath, 
when I get out, I feel like I kind of had spaghetti legs, you know, the heat was already affecting me, but it would, you know, that part would go away, but then I'd have like tingling or numbness in my feet. And I mentioned it to the doctor, you go for your sports physical every year. And he didn't think anything of it. He just said, maybe I was just still growing and didn't really think I needed to worry about it. So I didn't and Mm -hmm. just kind of ignored it since the doctors were ignoring it. Wow. So can you, can you really explain to my listeners what multiple sclerosis is? Well, the whole, I guess the whole illness is a mystery, but what they know for sure, what happens is something inside your body, I guess, becomes triggered. So then the covering on your nerves is called myelin. So the myelin becomes damaged then your brain can't send good signals back and forth to your extremities, your arms, your legs, you know, your nerves are everywhere in your body. So your brain isn't sending good signals. So then there's missed signals. And that's why, you know, we can't walk great. You know, we can't think great sometimes, talk great. You know, it's just, it affects your whole body. Your whole body. It must have been really challenging, I guess, at the age of 22. Uh, what, what Was that the time when you actually found out that you had it? Or was it later on, at, you know, in, in your life, in years? No, it was when I was 22 that I had an episode at work where it was like I had my words, but I couldn't get them out. And that's what sent me to the neurologist. You know, and I was just 22. So that is a major symptom of MS is, you know, having, you have clear thoughts, but your words are garbled or mixed up, or you might say, you know, one word that makes sense. And then the next word doesn't because you're like thinking of sentences and a normal brain that processes can sort those words quickly, but Mm -hmm. you know, we just can't keep up with it. So that's the interesting part. Oh, wow. So then does it affect, does it begin to affect, I guess, your speaking first, or then does it go on to other areas of the body? I think everybody's different. You know, with me, it was my speech first. And then, you know, even though my legs were already affected, then, you know, another incident took away part of my vision. And that's common too, is to have part of your vision interrupted or taken away. And, you know, that's really, really scary. You no, know, not being able to talk is one thing, but not being able to see that's. Yeah. That's scary. Scary. Yeah. I, I, I cannot imagine how frightening that would be to open your eyes and not see mm-hmm. I mean, that that's a blessing that we have to be able to breathe, get out of bed, open our eyes, do things for ourselves. So, and and I know I have some clients actually with MS and from when I first met them, maybe uh, eight, nine years ago, when it was just some of the symptoms and then you, you watch it progressively get worse and it's heartbreaking to see some of them that can't walk anymore. They're in a wheelchair or um, they, they're just having challenges, complete challenges being able to do anything, you know, at this stage for themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
so I, I, I guess my, my question would be someone with MS like yourself, can you actually um, live a somewhat normal life? I think that's entirely possible. And I think a lot of it has to do with mindset. You know, back when I was 22, I really just ignored it and probably was in denial because I just wanted to live like a 22 year old because mm -hmm. my rest of my friends were living their best life. And I think I was lucky because my boss at that first job was in the personal development and he would send me to seminars. You know, I went to Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. That was my first one, you know, and Brian Tracy and all these people that, and I don't, I still have never asked him after all these years, if he did it, you know, to help me, you know, just be a better employee or was he helping me get the tools to, you know, live with this life limiting illness, mm -hmm. you know, but I still to this day infuse, you know, I've learned in seven habits of highly effective people, you know, into what I do with my clients, because there's so much that we can do with our mind, you know, what we think about, we bring about. So we have a good mindset and we're, you know, you have to think positive and visualize healing. And I think that has a lot to do with it. And I think it has a lot to do with, you know, how I've navigated it. So now you were still able to get married and have children. Yes. And nobody really told me not to have kids, mm -hmm. but it, and I'm not going to lie, it was a challenge, but I wanted to have kids. And once I had one, I saw he needed a sibling. Mm -hmm. So then I had another one two years later. So uh -huh. it was busy and stressful and, you know, trying to work full time and then get home and cook and do all the things around the house. And that's why people just have to learn to ask for help. You know, it's not letting people think you're weak. You just need help matter what it is you know if you need you know like a support circle or help picking up groceries it's just every little bit helps yeah well you know us females think we're like super women and when we're not because we we can break down and when we break down it can be really devastating yes and so self you know self-care and and it's okay to ask for help that doesn't mean that you're weak or or anything, you know, everybody needs help. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, and th that's how I look at it. And, and it, it's not, doesn't make you, you know, um, not capable of doing it. It's just, there's a, a lot on our plates. Right. There's a lot expected of us. Mm -hmm. So now um, you had children now, are your children fine? You know, is there a test? you know, to see whether or not the, the, the uh, children are fine? I've participated in different studies where they're trying to detect which gene it is that triggers this, but mm -hmm. so far, you know, they're fine. And I think there still has to be a genetic link somewhere because my grandmother had a horrible case of rheumatoid arthritis and maybe even an undiagnosed case of MS because she was just stuck in a chair all day that's all I remember growing up is she didn't really walk she didn't really do anything she just sat in her chair and watched everything go by so I think there's still something 
And what about, you know, your mom and your dad, were they fine? Yeah, they're fine too. They're fine Mm -hmm. too. So it could skip generations and then, you know, come out somewhere else. Well, we'll pray to God that the children do not have it in any way. So um, we'll send them lots of healing light. So, (laughs) right. Thank Um, you. You're welcome. Um, So what is actually, I I, want to ask you, what are some of the things that that actually helped you, you know, with dealing with this, um, you know, for such a long time? I think the longer I've had it, you know, the more I learn. And I think with anything, our problems become our teachers. And it's just made me want to dive in to, you know, what causes inflammation in our body, you know, and it's not just food Mm -hmm. or your circle of five, I call it the people around you, you know, Mm -hmm. that's, all needs to be paid attention to, but it comes down to, you know, what you're using for your laundry, what you're using to clean your house with, you know, the candles, there's just so many things that we're exposed to that could all escalate symptoms, you know, and they might be fine for people that don't have MS to a point, mm-hmm. but, you know, like, there's just so many things and just knowing how to breathe and knowing how to meditate and, not that you have to do it for long periods of time, but, you know, just step outside and look around you and just, you know, do a quick reset. You know, it's just knowing how to listen to your body and mm-hmm. we, we have, it. well, yeah, it, it's, we have to do it. And, and, you know, sometimes if we feel certain aches and we're afraid to go to the doctor, you know, the thing is to get get a diagnosis quickly before something gets out of control. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people are very fearful of hearing bad news. Uh, I mean, I would be fearful too. So, you know, I've had my, my own uh, stuff too. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I, I think they're, they're more afraid to hear what they actually may not even hear um, than taking care of themselves. Yeah, it's hard to hear any sort of diagnosis because, mm-hmm. like you said, no one wants to hear bad news. But you know, until you know what you're dealing with, you can't deal with it. Well, well, that's it. You know, I know for myself, um, I was complaining that my throat was a little hoarse, and so I, I went to a doctor, and he he did an ultrasound. They found some nodules on my on my throat, and uh, he suggested biopsies, you know, needle biopsy. And of course, I was like, you know, the first thing my heart was like pounding like this. I did not know what to think because the first thing that comes to your mind is it's usually something bad. And um, I said to myself, no, we need to not worry about it, number one, because to worry about it, you may be worrying about something that isn't even there. And you're putting all that energy into that worry. And then I said, you need to do it so that whatever the situation is, you have to accept it. and and deal with it. And so I, I did go, I actually went twice for a biopsy and, um, you know, knock on wood, (laughs) everything is, is good. So, but I have to go back every six months and I've, I know now because I need to take care of me that this is what I have to do and not be afraid of it. It it could change. I pray it doesn't. So, you know, the thing is to stay on top of it. Mm -hmm. Right. 
and to view it as something that you're going to be okay. It's not something mm-hmm. that's, you know, an awful situation. Oh yeah. When I, you know, lie in bed, I, I, you know, I hold this area and I I ask God, my angels, because I am an energy healer to send healing light, you know, to the area and, and that I'm not thinking negative about it. And that whatever the journey of this may be, it's, it's for me to accept it because I can't Mm -hmm. change it. Right. That's, that's the key. Mm hmm. Yes, acceptance is the key. And -hmm. just being open to things that, I mean, there's so many small steps people can take with anything Mm -hmm. to help themselves. Oh, I know. So, so, uh, you know, being that I know, like for myself, I found it important to talk about it. So um, I I guess you probably feel the same way that it's so important to talk about, you know, this type of illness. It is. And I was actually... I guest hosted an MS chat on Monday night. And one of the questions, it was towards the end, I asked was, do you have a support circle of friends that you can talk to about this? Mm-hmm. And I'm still going back through the answers because there's hundreds of people that said no. And that's just heartbreaking. Wow. You know? See, but, and then they feel they're in this by themselves when in actuality, they're not. Right. Yeah, and, and so then- many people are just so quick to judge, you know, and say, well, it's not that bad. You could have something worse. Just suck it up. You know, and that's just terrible. It's just not nice. No, because, you know, if it was them, it'd be a different story. You know, you have to jump into somebody's shoes in order to truly understand. And we need to have compassion, you know, and understanding because, you know, people do go through a lot of different situations that it's, you know, heartbreaking and, and extremely challenging. You know, I know for myself, I had a hip replacement about three and a half years ago. And now, you know, I had to use a wheelchair, a walker and all this other stuff. And, um, and, and don't get me wrong. I, as a healer, I, I help everyone and I have a lot of uh, empathy for everybody, but it made me understand just seeing a person with a cane, how they're feeling. And it brought a whole different, you know, light into it. And I'm not saying people have to get, you know, MS or things like that. But I think what we're lacking is compassion. Yeah, I agree. And I was at my son's high school graduation this spring, and I was walking on the grass and that's not my favorite terrain. And I kind of did a double step and a man that I have no idea who he is. He turned to me and said, are you going to make it? So I'm sure he thought I'd been drinking all day. And I just laughed and kept going. And I thought in the past that would have really bothered me, but now I just, you're just a jerk. So exactly. Because you know, they they don't know your situation, you know, And, and again, people judge and, and, I always look at someone that looks, you know, with a judgment, you know, shame on them because you don't know what that person is going through, you know, and maybe it was the opposite way. Would you still be judging? No, you would want that person to show you compassion and understanding. So, yeah, it's, isn't that, it, it's sad. I want to say. It's, yeah. And and I think just, bringing more awareness around 
not just MS, but you know, all illnesses. You know, it's not anything anybody chooses and people just need to be more compassionate, like you said. Yeah. So, you know, um, how have you, you know, helped yourself over the years? You know, what, what have you done? Because you look to me, you look fine. So, um, so I'm, I'm curious, you know, if, if you uh, do holistic, if you take supplements or, you know, uh, what exactly are you doing to keep yourself as healthy as you can? I think maybe it's just going back a little, but when you do have the damage to your myelin, that isn't ever going to get like repaired. There is no science behind that yet. So it's just basically accepting it going forward and then seeing what you can do to maybe prevent future relapses. Okay. And so what, and it was a few years ago, I just started going through like everything I was doing, basically a lifestyle reset. You know, I went through my laundry room was the first place I started because I read what you were laying on all night, your sheets, pillow, your under your head and whatever chemicals are there you're just absorbing that so that's where I started with you know making sure everything was clean those products were clean and didn't have any harmful ingredients in it that were going to interfere with my system so that was a huge step you know and I have I've had migraine headaches since I was 13 and so much of what we surround ourselves with causes these kind of problems you know our body doesn't know what to do with all these chemicals that we're inundated with and like I said before it might be fine for someone without MS or another chronic illness but there's a tipping point when we're toxic burden gets overloaded so that was the first place I started and then next I went to the food you know I cut out sugar as much as I could and then dairy and gluten and just try to eliminate anything that's going to cause inflammation. And I know usually food is somewhere that's really a sticking point and that's why it's important to have somebody walking with you as a coach, Mm -hmm. just so you can stick with it and not give in and then feel terrible or have your symptoms worsen. So between, you know, keeping a good mindset and always you know, I'm always reading personal development books, you know, from all sorts of different angles. You know, and of course, we have our angels and our guides and just having all these tools, you know, to surround ourselves with. Um, just always being able and opening to learning more. So you feel like toxins. I know I use everything that's unscented and I try to buy as much organic as I can because I'm very sensitive to smell and uh, to the chemicals. And um, I know for myself, sometimes my, my head feels like a little weird when, when I'm near a lot of, you know, chemicals. And so, yeah, I, I know toxins are huge. And um, because it may say natural, that doesn't mean that it's, it's natural, I want to say. And I think that's probably one of the most overlooked areas because Mm -hmm. there's no regulation on it. They could put whatever they want on a label and 
you just have to really know how to decipher it. And Mm -hmm. that's something that I help people learn. And I know like for myself, you know, the, not just, you know, uh, washing the clothes, but, you know, uh, moisturizer, shampoo, makeup, you know, all the things that we just like take for granted can actually make us sick. Yes. I think, I think in the U.S., there's been like 10 cosmetic ingredients banned for every thousand that's been banned in Europe. And it's just unbelievable that it's allowed to be used and sold. Well, yeah, unfortunately, it's, it's, it's all about the money and the greed, right. not, not about, you know, our health, uh, which is bad. And, and you even wonder with some of the organics, because you know, if the organic fields are next to a regular field and those regular fields are sprayed with chemicals, you know, and here comes the wind, you know, coming over to the organic, are we actually getting organic food? I mean, that's another yeah. thing that I, I, I for the life of me, I, I cannot understand why they use these chemicals. Yeah, and no. it's, it's making not just us, but our kids, our children's very sick. Yes, it is. And it's just, you know, the insecticides, the fungicides, the herbicides, and the pesticides. And like you said, the overspray and just the amount that's sprayed is just unreal. And if you don't buy organic, you know, you're getting a huge dose of that. And your body has no idea what to do with it or how to process it. Well, that just gets stored. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, in, in how we clean, you know, our homes, that's another thing. So, you know, I, for myself, uh, I use just organic products because again, you know, and they have to be unscented. Otherwise the smell, you know, makes me a little weird, but I, a lot of people don't understand it. it it's, it's everything that we need. I mean, unfortunately we're not able to really control everything but i think i i feel in my heart we can control control a good percentage of it especially in in our homes yes yes i mean we're the gatekeeper of our house we control what comes in mm-hmm. and you know when people are using the dryer sheets you walk down the sidewalk and you know exactly who's using them because you can smell it coming out of the vent mm-hmm. you know and that's just like having 20 or 30 cars just sitting and idling in a parking lot that's how much the toxin fumes are, you know, and it's getting the bees and the birds, the butterflies, and it's just not necessary. I mean, just get some organic wool dryer balls and use those instead. You know, if people started doing that, I mean, that would be a huge difference. And it's just one little thing. Well, the thing is, yeah, to, to do one baby step and, and then go on to the next one. And that's what I did it. You know, I, 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 I knew I, I couldn't do everything at the same time. So I, I just did it what I felt was the most important, you know, and to me sleeping with the, you know, the, the clothes and things like that. I, we did that first. And then of course, then we, we started with organics and, and vitamins, you know, and the same with the vitamins um, and minerals. I only buy organic because if you look at some of the ingredients and some of the <laughs> other ones, <laughs> There's nothing in them but chemicals. And people no. don't understand that. I know. And, you know, not even talking about where it's been sitting for three years. No, it has to be fresh. 
has to be, you know, just made and then shipped to you. It's not something that can be sitting in a hot 200 degree warehouse for three years. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's just really harming whatever's inside there. Yeah. And people don't understand that because they figure, oh, it's being shipped. I mean, I'm I'm not going to mention the uh, the store, but um, I I was waiting for my husband coming out to uh, come out of the store, and um, he has the 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 worker opening one of these uh, storage places outside. And mind you, at this day it was like over ninety degrees here in California, and he opens it, and what does he take out? Water, plastic bottles of water. And I said to myself, I was so tempted to, to take a video, but I, uh, but I didn't. And I don't know why I didn't. And, and I'm a little upset at myself for not doing it and putting it out there. But water, and it was sitting in the, this 90, and who knows how long it was out there, you know, sitting in this locked, you know, uh, metal storage place, water. And I says, what else was what else was in there that we have no idea that that they're storing, you know, in in in, in these things besides right. the plastic not being good for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just really need to take a hard look. Yeah, at everything, and you can't, like you said, do it all at once. It has to be a little mm-hmm. bit at a time, or else you'll just be overwhelmed and not do anything. So. Do you I agree. Drink? Baby steps are better. Oh yeah. Do you? What type of water? I'm curious. Do you drink? Because I know you know we have filters in in our home. Yes, we have a filter too. Yeah, and it, hopefully it takes out as much as it can. Yes. Because you don't. We you know. Actually, when I take a shower, sometimes you can actually smell the chlorine that that's in the water. Yes, I have one on the shower too. Mm-hmm. Right. And, 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 well, it's, I, I, we, we have to do that because I, I here it's, it's actually getting more so than what it was a few years ago. So I know they're putting in a lot more chemicals in our water here, you know, in oh, I live in California, but um, yeah, it's, um, it challenges how, how are you feeling now? You know, so how many years have you had this and, and how are you feeling well, if you go back to when I first started having symptoms, it's about 35 years. Ooh. So we won't do the math, but I'm 52. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. And, and uh, uh, evidently you you have this, I would say, uh, un- someone under control. I feel like I do. And I feel like just listening to my body, you know, if I know I'm going to be doing something where I need to be physically you know, walking a distance, which I don't walk very far, but, you know, if I'm going to one of my kids' sporting events, I know I can't do anything that whole day until it's time to leave. I just know that I'm going to be putting out enough energy once I get there that I don't want to wilt and, you know, fall apart in front of the crowd. So yeah, it's just really about listening to yourself. Well, that's it. And if you know, you, you know, you need to rest, then you need to rest. Mm-hmm. And, and and to know that this is what's best for you, for you. You know, now, I, you know, I, I've been looking at your, your website and I understand that you have a program that actually helps other 
I, I would assume just women or men, you know, help navigate through this uh, incurable, this, you know, illness. Can, can you tell, tell my listeners a little more about this? Yeah. And right now I'm just working with women okay. and it's actually a day long VIP wellness experience. So they get to become their own empress, bring out their inner empress. And we work through the four cornerstones of which I know there's so many aspects to healing, but I just, you know, chose the ones that I thought most importantly helped me, which is your mindset, your body, like what you're putting in it, on it, and the relationship aspect, you know, making sure they have a support circle. And then the last one is the environment of what you're bringing in your home, what you're using, what you're surrounding yourself with. And just spending the day going through those four areas, just to get them a, like a reset and give them the tools to feel like they're empowered enough to like take control of this and be in the driver's seat again. And I actually provide lunch so that they don't have to worry about that. So we figure out what's their best lunch option, have that delivered. And then I send them a secret surprise box ahead of time just to give them some joy before we get started. Mm. Yeah, they do need joy, don't they? And loving themselves and, and accepting. Yes. And now, is there a reason why you, you don't do, you know, you don't help men or is, is it that not, I, I, I don't know any man actually that has MS. I know more women. I think I with the fact, the statistic I saw, I think it was three times more women than men have MS. And I think being a woman, I just can relate better maybe and mm -hmm. know more of the issues that nobody talks about. You know, it's, there's so many, like I said before, there's so many things that get affected, you know, just it's head to toe that things just don't work right. What's the whole body, mind, spirit. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And, and if we start breaking down, you know, spiritually and mentally and emotionally, last to go is the physical body. And then it, then it's challenging to actually heal the physical body because then you have to heal mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And of course, mm -hmm. you know, you have the financial aspect of, of, of having this illness and uh, the environment and, and your caregivers and your family, you know, I, I, I would assume that, you know, your family goes through a lot, you know, taking care of someone that, that has multiple sclerosis. I think, you know, depending on if you have a, like, it goes back to the relationship aspect. A lot of women don't have a supportive partner or spouse, you know, there's, and I wrote an article on it probably two, three months ago that they think they're just baking or they're lazy or just, you know, choose not to do something when in fact, they're just exhausted. And it's just helping people deal with this. You know, there's so many ways that I can help people and just know how to recognize when someone else is dealing with something, you know, they're reflecting it back onto you usually with their comments or mm -hmm. actions. Do you think some in some relationships there's no compassion? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and they think that they're just lazy or w whatever the case may be, but it, it's not. It's because they're hurting. Yes. 
I know, you know, for myself with the hip, I mean, I think I suffered for about three, four years. I, I couldn't bend down. I couldn't do certain things. And, you know, thank you, God, that I have a, a spouse. I mean, we're married 52 years uh, mm -hmm. that, you know, understood that I, I'm in pain. You know, no matter what I took for it, there was true pain there. And so he was very compassionate and helping and understanding. And he did the shopping and he, he would, you know, clean. I mean, he wouldn't clean the way I would clean, but I was just grateful that he would vacuum and do some, you know, the tubs and things like that. And, um, but, I, and, and, but I do see, you know, women with certain challenges that they have no help, yes. no help. So you think that uh, that's something that they truly need to understand is, is not to be ashamed or embarrassed to ask for help? Yes, because it's, it, I mean, if you let it be embarrassing, it can be embarrassing, but you have to just rise above that and. And set boundaries. Yes. And, and know how. To, mm -hmm. and, and have your children help too. Right. And hopefully when you do have children that they're a whole generation of empathetic people. You know, if we have kids that see us needing help, you know, that they're quick to help someone else, you know, when they're on their own. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause that's so important that, that, that we raise them in a way to help others because it's not just about us. It's about, you know, showing compassion and understanding and, 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 and even if you see somebody struggling that you need to open the door, that in itself is, is you know, uh, kindness. Yes. And I think that's what a, a lot of things are lacking, you could say today. Mm -hmm. Very much so. Is that. And not to be embarrassed, you know, if you see somebody in a wheelchair, you know, not to feel that they may be embarrassed because you're going over to them and asking them, do you, do you need a helping hand? Do you need some help? You know, I, I do that all the time, no matter what. And, and I do it only because I want to do it, not because I have to do it, is because I know that that person, you know, in some way is struggling. Right. So can, can you give my listeners like one, maybe one tip on, on I, I know you mentioned to release the toxins, the, the food, the sugar. Uh, do you think alcohol and other medications play um, in all this also? That they should eliminate that? Yeah. And it's hard not to just grab the bottle of Tylenol or ibuprofen mm -hmm. or, but those all have to get processed by your system and your liver and it's not natural you know your body like I said before there's other things but your body just doesn't know what to do with it so either gets stored there or it's just bounced around and then it causes other problems like hormonal problems or weight gain or it's just we just don't know what's going on inside our body so it's just so important to really watch what you put in it and like alcohol, yes, it's nice to have a glass of wine now and then, but we should really try to avoid it. Yeah, and I have one of my clients, I've seen her really decline because at, at night she'd drink a few 
glasses of alcohol and I would beg her all the time, you really need to stop. And it was red wine, which is a lot of sugar, you know, and I would say, you know, it's the inflammation, everything in the body, you, you have to stop. But again, some people do it because they are suffering mm -hmm. and it takes away maybe some of the pain I, I would imagine. And maybe just mentally, it does take away some of the pain, mm -hmm. you know, and having to deal with it for that time period. But, you know, there's so many other ways that we can help them do that instead of turning to alcohol. Well, that's, and I know that because I, you know, I, in my younger years, because <laughs> I just turned 73 and, and I want to be healthy. So I, I, I do not drink or smoke. And, and, and I haven't done that for I, I probably about 30 or 35 years. Uh, but in my younger years, you know, I would every now and then have, you know, one or two glasses. And then I, I, I would say to myself, yeah, I really don't like the way I feel. And then you, you could feel the difference in your energy felt heavy, you know, versus when you, you actually don't drink. I'm not telling people not to drink because, you know, some, you know, occasionally do. But I know for myself, uh, it, it gets me a little crazy making. It does something to my to my head. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and, and then not only am I tipsy, but, you know, um, I know some people get angry, they get like overly happy. It just depends. But, um, but I could see why, you know, having, you know, and especially inflammation and stuff to stay away from that. And, yeah. and the sugar. Mm -hmm. And then it's just one of the aspects, you know, of it all. So basically what, 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 what you know, if you don't mind me asking, what, what do you eat? You know, I, I'm sure you probably just drink water, you know, uh, but what type of foods do you actually, you know, uh, seek out for yourself? I eat a lot of salads. And if we go out to eat, I just forego the bread. You know, just ask for some extra lettuce or whatever, if it's a sandwich. Um, I eat a lot of greens. Mm -hmm. I, you know, every morning I have a smoothie and I'll chop up a stalk of celery. Organic, of course, because I don't want to eat what else they've sprayed on it. Mm -hmm. You know, just some blueberries, you know, just a few bits of fruit and maybe some avocado in there and just things to maybe get some rid of some antioxidants and just get you going for the day. And I think starting the morning with a warm glass of lemon water, you know, little organic piece of lemon, just that really wakes your system up too, just to oh, start yeah, your boost, day out right. To boost the metabolism. So yeah, because mm -hmm. I know I make a, a, a collagen drink every day uh, and I put greens, you know, in it. Uh, and I also, you know, put some extra vitamin C, some zinc, uh, some acidophilus, some other things to, to keep internally my body healthy. And I also put some blueberries and once in a while I put a banana or whatever else, uh, you know, fruit. Uh, and I noticed like for myself, it actually, I'm not hungry for quite many hours and I have energy. Mm -hmm. And it's yes, so that's a bonus. Well, that's a big bonus. <laughs> yeah, and 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 I I'm I'm good. I'm good to go. And I say, all right, we're we're good. And you know, and and I also like I'll have like organic oatmeal in the morning, or, you know, or um, um, 
uh, some, oh, I think it's stone wheat. I don't remember what, what exactly it is, but, but, you know, healthy fiber, because that's important too, I feel. Yes. We so need that, about 30 grams of fiber a day as women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it helps everything, you know, <laughs> moving correctly inside. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, well, it does. Hopefully. <laughs> but um, do, do you, I'm curious, do you take vitamin D? I do. I take the vitamin, I take a tablet, and then I also just found a company that actually has a spray. So it's like a vitamin spray. So that, if I'm going anywhere, I just toss that in my purse, and I don't have to worry about traveling with pills. Yeah, because I know vitamin D uh, helps us a lot. Yes. And and it, it actually uh, heals the body inside. And there's a lot of studies on vitamin D. So I've actually upped my vitamin D daily too. Because even mm -hmm. though it's nice to get out in the sun, but then again, you know, you have all the chemtrails that they're spraying and, and everything else. And then, you know, I saw one of my... Uh, neighbors uh they had a, a pesticide company and he was mm -hmm. he was spraying and i walked out and i said to him you know oh, uh, what are you spraying he's oh i'm you know spraying because there's spiders all right but you know are you spraying organic and it wasn't and i said to him you know you should put a sign on there because you have dogs that walk on that lawn and that that can kill the dog yes Mm -hmm. And so I, I think people just have to be more aware of not just what's being sprayed by their home, but outside, you know, neighbors' homes. Yes. And so, and then I, I you know, yeah, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? I was going to say, there's so much that gets absorbed through their paws, you know, whether you're inside or outside. Oh yeah, it's 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 you know it's it it's really sad for these animals because they they don't know, you know. But yeah, but I see now that the, he actually uh, he puts a sign uh, that it's it's not organic, and he's still using that. But at least he's putting a sign. Mm -hmm. But um, there's not much I can do, you know, other than not walk on that side of the street. I mean, that's all that it is really. But mm -hmm. um. So now, you know, um, so what, what type of, well, you mentioned that, that you have like a, a whole day program. Do you do uh, besides that other types of programs for people that, you know, with MS? So besides the full day, if mm -hmm. they want to do like a deeper dive, then I'll work with them just one-to-one, -one, you know, for four months or however long it takes to get everything lined up for them and how they want their life to look so mm -hmm. yeah and the most important thing is for them to be feel better and healthy yes. and, and not look at it as a death sentence in any way right and not be a victim mm -hmm. of the illness yes you, know, you have to see it as a separate entity exactly you know and then this send love and light and healing to it because that's what we need to do for ourselves yes. but um so where can my listeners actually, you know, look for your programs and get in touch with you? Sure. It's just my website is just heartsofwellness.com. And then they can book a quick 20 minute call with me to see if 
they have, you know, if they have other questions or want more information. And that website is just my name. So it's just wendybjork.com. Okay. And I, I just noticed behind you, Hearts of Wellness. Yeah. <laughs> I've been looking at you now for about 40 minutes. <laughs> That's a beautiful logo. Oh, thank you. It's, it's beautiful. Wow. So yeah. Okay. Heartsofwellness.com. So people need to uh, seek you out and have anyone with MS or if, you, if anyone knows anyone with MS, I know my neighbor uh, was waiting for my interview today to find out more about you. So uh, she may be calling you and uh, find out more about how to deal with this illness um, and, and to live as much as you, we can, you know, a healthy and joyful and happy life. Yes. And I've written a couple of books you know, their ebooks that are on my website too. So you can find those readily and easily and just click on it to download. Oh, great. So uh, they, they just go to the heartsofwellness.com and you have the ebooks and articles there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So it's heartsofwellness.com. I'm going to repeat it one more time heartsofwellness.com. Go there, download uh, Wendy's ebooks, articles, and learn more about this and have her help you. If you are one or know someone with MS, uh, because it can, I feel, could be controlled. You know, I mean, I'm looking at you and, you know, I'm saying, wow, thank you, you know, God, that you look fine. So I know, and you've had it for 35 years. So it can, we can control it to an extent. But uh, again, you know, thank you so much uh, for being a guest today. And uh, again, it's heartsofwellness.com look it up and find some information for someone that you know, a loved one. Okay. Wendy, thank you so much for today. Thank you for having me, Barbara. I appreciate it. It's been wonderful. Same here and and have a beautiful day. (laughs) Thank you. You as well. Thank you. All right. So uh, just thank you for uh, listening. And uh, again, a very big thank you, you know, to uh, Wendy for sharing her story and wisdom And I hope that you heard what you needed to hear. And again, uh, thank you and uh, visit, you know, Wendy at heartsofwellness.com and visit me at motivateyourlife.net and please subscribe to my YouTube channels. I have one called Barbara Saban, which has meditations and grounding and sleep and some other, you know, wonderful MP3s for you to download. And uh, please subscribe and like the Spiritual Warrior Coach YouTube channel. And we have many incredible guests, just such as Wendy, on there for you to listen and to learn. So um, also for some of you that may be interested in learning energy healing, uh, check out my book, Gentle Energy Touch, The Beginner's Guide to Hands-On Healing on Amazon. So I'd love to hear from you. And again, thank you so much for listening today and have a beautiful day filled with love and with light. Love, Barbara. Please visit motivateyourlife.net or email me at barbaraesavin at aol.com. Visit and subscribe to my YouTube channel Barbara Savin and the Spiritual Warrior Coach Podcast. My guest today was Wendy Bjork. For more information about Wendy, please visit her website at heartsofwellness.com. Thank you for listening today and have a beautiful week filled with love and light. Love, Barbara.